0: Good generic time of the day and welcome to Diz After Dark. Now, I know you're thinking it says Pop After Dark and there's a reason for that. So firstly, um, we've gone bi-weekly with Dis After Dark and um, you've already had an episode of Universal After Dark this week, which is the alternative show. Um, however, Thor Ragnarok came out in the UK this week and I sat down with my good buddy Wyatt to discuss our feelings on the film. Um, there are other people that will think well hang on I thought Pop Off The Dark is dead you're sadly mistaken Ego is the main podcast now for pop culture with Craig, myself and Lee Um, but Pop Off The Dark is still going to be something we do on occasion um, when the mood suits and when we want to talk about something that doesn't fit in with with other things so it will probably be set up on its own feed in, in, in the future But I just thought I'd give you this as a bonus episode um, to tide you over for the next Diz After Dark. There are plenty of spoilers in this episode regarding Thor Ragnarok. So if you haven't seen it yet and you want to see it, probably best not to listen to it just yet. If you're on the fence about seeing it, this podcast will probably convince you about going to see it or not seeing it. But we'll spoiler it for you. Um... If you're on the fence and you're not sure what to do, download this episode, save it, go and see Thor Ragnarok. Then go back and listen to it. Um, But in short, I recommend Thor Ragnarok. It's not going to be for everybody. And and when we discuss it on the podcast, you'll probably understand why. However, um, I think it's worth a few hours of your time. So... With all that being said, thank you for supporting us, and um, here's a little bit of extra content for you. Um, Enjoy. Welcome to Pop After Dark culture podcast that's not the same as all the others i am now recording this ladies and gentlemen amazing <laughs> this ladies and gentlemen is another episode of pop after dark now just like pop after dark just like the parrot in the um the monty python sketch he isn't dead he's just resting and the same goes for this podcast it didn't actually die it was just put to to rest, and it's it's been woken up. And as you can hear already, I'm here with my main man, my brother from another mother, and I also wish probably had the same mother actually. Mr. Chris, Chris Smash Y two, Christopher T. How are you? <laughs> Why, doing... too smash. <laughs> why too smash how the so, spl- fuck are you why too smash <laughs> it
1: was splendidly well thank you for asking how is your delicious self
0: i'm not too bad i'm not too bad and and the whole reason well it's not the whole reason but the reason that... isn't it nice out by the way i don't know is it it's oh, dark
1: it's delicious it's dark well, it's dark yeah well all day it's been glorious it's well, in sunny london town apparently winter is coming or so Jon snow might say but it is simply glorious it is like a young summer's day
0: and it is channel 4 news time when we record this Well of course we talked about the weather but- you to, are you a channel 4 news kind of guy I, I, I prefer a bit of ITV. i like the music more i like Jon snow um but of course the beauty of a podcast is yeah. by the time people listen to this, the weather won't be relevant. But you're completely right. I went out earlier and uh it was a beautiful day. No jacket required, as Phil Collins once said. Yeah. It was uh, beautiful, nineteen nineteen degrees in Bas Vegas. Um Honestly, you would wonderful day
1: someone in shorts and think, yeah, wish I'd done
0: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I almost went back to put put on some jolts. I wasn't I wasn't brave enough shorts. to put shorts on, but jolts.
1: Jaws. Um, What's this? John Cena time. Ba,
0: ba, da, ba. <laughs> John Cena sucks, but that is—we're not here to talk about John Cena sucking, uh, and he doesn't. By the way, we both—we both, both agree. That's, that's on suck. the other podcast. That's right. That's for another episode. Um, the whole hey, hey,
1: no evil, Cena evil,
0: uh, electric boogaloo, the sequel. copyright That's right, isn't it? I think. <laughs> Um, the reason, Cena, the reason, <laughs> man, Cena, Super Slam. Anyway, we're not. This isn't actually going to be re- about wrestling. The whole reason we brought this podcast, um, is because we're not
1: recording yet, are
0: we? Uh, let, let's let's pretend that we're not, even though we are. Um, oh, is please. because yesterday in the UK, or by the time this goes out, a few days ago in the UK, Thor Ragnarok opened, and we. Are quite lucky in the UK. Yeah, Tuesday,
1: Tuesday, the 24th of October, opened. And right. America again, at like, what, a week's time? No, no, Later no. Later than
0: that? Uh, I, think, I think it's the 3rd of November, so I think it's next Friday. So we've got it about. I think
1: it's out on, I think it's out on DVD then, here. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ.
0: Well, it's easy if you go to the right pubs and wait for the person to come <laughs> out with their satchel. Um, or duffel bag.
1: Satchel. Duffel satchel. Bag. <laughs> <laughs> have you got enough uh, followers
0: to get Satchel trending on Twitter Satchel trending, hashtag Satchel um, <laughs> let's, hashtag. let's see if we can That's get going hashtag Satchel, we yeah we should try and do that, you got enough followers so you never know um, but, um, I, I mean with Marvel films, I mean this year um, you obviously went to the Guardians of the Galaxy, the premiere, you lucky bastard I went to see it just after it opened and again we got that before America um spider-man homecoming we got the same time as america uh but that wasn't a marvel release officially it wasn't a marvel release so the marvel films we generally do get a little bit earlier than we then american listeners do so is this because they tie in with the holidays
1: because this week is a half term like schools are on vacation
0: yeah it's it's yeah kind of so basically from what i understand the whole marvel arrangement in the uk is they released iron man early in the uk um right. about, about again about Ten Days Before America as an experiment. Yeah. And I think that was because it was like um that the, the, the half term holiday in spring. Um it was like I think it was April, wasn't it? it came out, something like that, maybe May. Yeah. So it might have been like Whitson or something. But anyway, so they released Iron Man and because of that, um they've tended to try and you know, if it's unless it's a summer release, then they'll try and tie it into like a British summer holiday. Oh, British yeah, school yeah. holiday, um, which is a bit odd because I mean, I don't really consider the Marvel films as kids' films. Although I suppose you know they're normally twelve, twelve A, aren't they? So, oh, well, this is it. Because I was thinking, uh, did you have any kids in your screening? Well, interestingly, no. Well, I think that there were a, there were a few, but what was more interesting was the screening after mine. Uh, which was sometime after nine o'clock, there were kids going to it. Right. Which did confuse really? me. Really? That's Because like, it's a long film. It's like, a long as film.
1: all superhero movies are, apart mm. from the next DC movie, which yep. everyone was talking about on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. Because it's going to be just under two hours. Perfect. But
0: this is what, two hours 20? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um. And, and so if you're, if you're listening to this and you want to see Thor. Thor uh, Ragnarok. Should see story, should and go and watch it. Um, if you want to go and see it, don't. I, I I'd wait till you've seen it before listening to this podcast because I imagine we're going to talk spoiler century with this, and we haven't actually spoken since we saw the film. So I don't know. We do outside
1: this podcast. We don't get on.
0: We, yeah. We, we 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 hate each other, but we've not spoken we've spoken Us? but not about <laughs> yeah, that's how we are we've spoken but not about how we feel about the film and you put on social media that you've seen it and you I've didn't really see. talk too much about Baseball. how you liked it and I did the same thing and so right now this very second although I think I've, I already know where you're going to go with this how 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 did you enjoy it, Thor Ragnarok
1: well, we make it. people need to make sure that they're not going to listen to this if they want to avoid what is um, going to happen in the movie. Because yeah. we will tell you. Yeah, we yeah. will spoil it. Yeah. Traders do a good enough job, but we will tell you who dies. So switch off now, download it, and then leave it until you've seen the movie and hear what these couple of nerds have got to say, okay? So leave it. Because now we're going to spoil the movie for you if you haven't. So that you've had ample warning to run away or to chuck your headphones into the sea.
0: Where where are these nerds coming from, by the way?
1: Me, if you're not a nerd by now, I don't
0: know when <laughs> We were born nerds. <laughs> we were born nerds. nerds. So Odin dies Well yeah, you could say that, but no 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 before that before that, you had we haven't talked about how what we felt about the film. Did we like it, did we not like it? Did you like Thor Ragnarok? That's
1: all right, isn't it? <laughs>
0: I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Well, how, how high it. on lo,
1: love is huge. Love is like, you know, you've been out Both a few struggles. times, you've taken her for dinner, you've walked her to the door, you know, you've met her friends, yep. you know, you've met her parents, you know, eye perhaps eye. Yep. you've got to third base, you know, maybe fourth, depending on how smooth you are. You've had a birthday, you've exchanged gifts, you've gone to and home base. You find yeah, and then you wait for her to put the phone down. You make the eye contact, and then you say love. So that's a big commitment. Yeah. So where on the where in the Marvel universe is your love in terms of Iron Man two down below, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy one up higher?
0: <laughs> ah, yeah. Who likes Thor? Like uh, Iron Man, Iron Man Two. I, I don't know anyone that likes Iron Man Two, but I know a lot of people divided with Iron Man Three. I'm very on the positive side of Iron Man Three. I'm a big fan, but Iron Man Two sucks balls. In fact, it's,
1: it's a fast improvement on Two. I would, huh? It, it was a fast improvement on Two. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> we couldn't have got much worse. And actually, I don't rate uh, Thor: The Dark World, also known as Thor Two. Not a fan. Um, you know what? Before before we return to your spectrum, I think
1: what needs to be said as well for yeah, anyone tried. who is perhaps listening and is on the fence about watching, you don't need to go and watch the first two four movies. Thank God to watch four back. Yeah, you, exactly. In fact, I was I was not a fan of the first one, um, but okay. I also didn't see it at the cinema. And yeah. I think that if you're always going to enjoy a film if you go to the cinema to watch it. There's less distractions. It's a much better experience. No matter how big your TV or how great your sound oh, system is, it's great. a much better experience than seeing in the cinema. They're I cool. didn't watch the first one in the cinema, so I'm reserved in my judgment slightly. The okay. uh, second one is not great. We all know that. It's yeah. nice seeing him like, tearing around London, but it's not great. No. Um well, with the third one, as long as you know where
0: the Avengers are in terms of their timeline, the third one's a standalone movie. You know what? I don't. If, you have, if you've got a partner or if you've got a friend who says they don't like superhero movies and yeah. ha- ha- have barely watched any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I would go as far to say that you could go and take them to Thor Ragnarok and it wouldn't make any difference in their knowledge base. It is almost a standalone film. Absolutely, there are things that connects, you know, they have to connect the films, that's that's part of the cinematic universe. But, mm. I'd argue that a lot of the things that you will enjoy about the movie, um, you don't actually need to have that much knowledge about and I think that makes it quite refreshing because the problem yeah. I find with a lot of the, the Marvel films is that, I mean, if you, the one that I always go back to is uh, The Winter Soldier. I really like The Winter yeah. Soldier but, um, that was the kind of point where I thought, you know what, this is getting a bit complex now. And I was watching it with my wife, and she would constantly ask me questions. Like someone would say something, she'd go, what's that in reference to? Where she'd either forgotten about it, or it might have been one of the ones that she hadn't seen, because she doesn't watch all of the Marvel films. And at that point I thought, yeah, this this is now getting to the stage where you need to keep up with everything. And then, that was also the film that tied into the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV series. So, you know, and again, you didn't need to know all about that, but if you had watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I'd, I'd given up after about three episodes, there was stuff that would tie into that world as well. And at that point, I thought, you're in danger of making it too big and vast and complex. Um... And so I think what's great about Thor Ragnarok is you don't actually need to worry about that too much. I think they try and keep it as much of a a singular entity as, as possible. But that doesn't mean to say there's not crossovers because there are plenty. Um so yeah, so on my spectrum I
1: will make you right, I think I think it's also kind of in the title as well, as Thor Ragnarok, it's not for free. Um
0: yeah, yeah.
1: because I think it is just that sort of like, you know, End or You know, uh, autumn uh, blockbuster. Perhaps it didn't want to clash with the movie Forty Three, which scores very low on IMDb. If anyone out there is interested, uh, if anyone has in fact watched that movie, I think James Gunn was involved in it somehow.
0: I Um, well, I mean, nearly every lots of famous directors and actors were involved in it. Um, Yeah. Which didn't make it any better for it. I, I I watched about twenty minutes of it and thought that's enough. Yeah, um, it, it's it's not a good film. Not Thor Ragnarok, though. So you asked not me not Thor Ragnarok. You you asked me on on my spectrum where where would I yeah. put it? Um, it is probably in my top five. S- top five straight in. What is your top five? Qu- quick quick top five, so just <clears throat> because five's a big number. Oh, Jesus. Um. I'm going to incl- I'm not gonna include Spider-Man because of the, uh, I'm Homecoming. Coming. I I don't really know if it if it. I know it's it is technically part of the. You don't have to explain. Them. You don't have to explain. Them. That's okay. okay. Uh, hit, uh, hit Guardians. Guardians is number one for me. Yeah, by a long shot. Um, I like the first Avengers. So that's gonna be in there. Uh, then probably Thor Ragnarok. Then probably the top three. Top three is me. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm trying to think back. Then probably Winter Soldier, and then well, I don't know Guardians Two. Then Winter Soldier. I think, and Iron Man Three just pushed out into the top six. Um, which are no divides, people, but I, I, I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I, if you ask me quickly, that, that's probably it. Where would you Where would you put it in your in your list?
1: Um, it's it's def- it's up there with Guardians, totally. Yeah. Um, I, I I'd probably have to go back and rewatch it in the same yeah. way I did Spider-Man: Homecoming because Homecoming suffered with a rewatch, mm. and I wonder if um, Ragnarok would. Can we call it Ragnarok? Are we able to do that? Because I don't really pronounce four very well. Um, but yeah, I'd have it up there with Guardians because what this film does, the kind of Guardians paved away for Marvel. Is this fucking
0: funny? Oh, like, like from the get-go, from the absolute get-go. Totally. Um, you know the the opening oh. bit with with him talking to what turns out to be a, a, a like a skeleton in his little yeah. cage, um, and then when he's having the the, the argument with, uh, uh, unfortunately, as with a lot of these things, the characters have stupid names. I don't remember all of them. Uh, but the initial villain uh, is it like Sauron Sor- yeah. or something I don't know um, anyway Surtur Surtur okay very good um, so when he's talking to him um, and he's you meet you meet Thor he's uh, in a kind of cage he's then released from that cage quite dramatically and he's uh, attached to chains so he's just dangling while he's being talked to by this villain and as he's doing so, as is the nature of gravity, he's slowly rotating. Yeah. So he's trying to, you know, tell him he's going to conquer um, Asgard and, and all this. And so Thor's like, right, can you hang on a second? Um, like, I've lost eye contact with you. I'll be around again in a second. Like, just from the get-go, like, it's a funny film. And you know immediately yeah. it's going to be different. And I'd see you somebody pointed out the fact that um, maybe... Because of his recent career choices outside of the Marvel Universe, um, I mean, he was in uh, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters reboot, mm. um, and uh, what, what, he was in something else as well. Where he was he was playing a comedy character? Um, uh-huh. Oh, um, Vacation, the Vacation reboot. I did not, yeah, yeah, which you're is right, actually, yeah, which actually yeah, not bad. Not, not bad, actually. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was, it was better than it should have been. Um, so he's in that as well, and, and obviously in both Wait, of those films. Yeah, it should have been. Well, because like vacation, uh, you know, National Lampoon's Vacation is is considered <laughs> uh, quite a classic. Um, yeah, yeah. So for that reason, <laughs> I, I can't say I was. I was. It, it's one of those ones that I grew up with, so it wasn't a, a massive uh, impact on my life. Than doing a remake, but it did upset people. But I thought it was a decent enough film, and I in both of those films. He stands out because he's not usually that kind of character. A little bit like how Jason Statham stood out in Spy. Because you don't normally see him in such comedic roles. And he excelled. Yeah. Um, and I think, although people have said that those film choices were maybe a bit iffy. In terms of how to received, That's kind of paved the way for them to interject more humour into this film.
1: We well, see 'cause because again, I mean, it's funny as hell, but it's all—it's not a comedy. The, you know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's action. Um, it, it's an action movie, right? It's, it's like a popcorn action movie, but it's also funny. You know, you need that funny sort of release that you know Guardians certainly have. Um, you need that in there. But by no stretch, like, is it a comedy? Like, it's not going to win no comedy awards. But some of the lines in there are just unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Like, some of the funniest things I've heard all year, like, in the cinema. Well, I'm glad
0: um, you said that, because, um, obviously, you've, you've seen me this year, so therefore, you know, for you to turn around to say some of the funniest stuff you've heard this year. But you, you then added the, the bit about the cinema, in which case, that's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think... Uh, so the other thing as well the, the when they announced who the director was that's when I got excited I wasn't never yeah. excited they announced a new Thor film at all uh, because I said wasn't I, I quite liked the first one because my expectations were very low but then Thor 2 happened and, and, that, and that obviously wasn't as good um, and I yeah. don't know if I'm saying his name correctly but Taika Waititi uh, who is yeah, uh, yeah I, I, think, I think yeah um, now I've I've seen um, I I actually like, I saw most of what we do in the shadows we had to turn it off unfortunately because um, the Why? mother-in-law wasn't enjoying it but I it's I, funny enough it's on again this weekend it's on BBC2 so if you haven't seen oh, what it what time uh, it's late probably about 11 o'clock um, if you've never My seen it put, like, well it's well late. worth a watch yeah I suppose it's a bit scary um, uh, but I did see his his next film, which was um, Hunt for the Wilder People, which is awesome. a brilliant film. In fact, did I, I tell you to watch that one? Uh, you may well have done. Yeah. You may well have done. But I've been mean, cracking film. I think you did, yeah, yeah, I think you did, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so because of that, I thought, you know what, if he's involved in it, knowing what his background is like, it's going to be good. As long as it's not going to be too serious, but I thought they can't hire a like that for that like reason. I think at the same time, like
1: because you mentioned the movies that he's made, he hasn't like he's barely made movies. He's mm-hmm. made you know this uh, like New Zealand, these New Zealand like funny situation comedy sort of thing mm. uh, with like tiny budgets. Um, he has not made. Anywhere close to like a big blockbuster
0: movie? No. You know, has he made Has he made a movie in Hollywood yet? Like, I'll, I'll double check for you now. But you could argue it's it's a very similar path to um to James Gunn. I'm pretty sure he hasn't. In that, yeah, in yeah. that Although although James Gunn did have, but James a Hollywood was Hollywood. He did, but yeah. it was but it was low budget. You know, Guardians was the yeah. first film he had where he had a budget. Um, so yeah. in that regard, and also his, his previous films were were not comedy necessarily, but they had a lot of humour in them. So, you know, I think they didn't. Wait, didn't he do Green
1: Lantern? No, <laughs>
0: no, he did not do Green Lantern. think. was It a comedy, was he, that's it was, a comedy. Was he in it. Was that? Was he in? I'm no. getting confused. I think no. James Gunn had nothing to do with uh, with Green Lantern. Please, please don't ever. Yeah. If James Gunn ever hears? His no, 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 conscience.
1: no, not James Gunn. Sorry, I'm still thinking about um your old mate, Take a Seat.
0: No, 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 no. Um, no, he's I directed. Think he's it, he directed comics. a short film that got nominated for the Academy Award in 2004. Uh yep. Made a film called Boyer, which I've not seen, um, and Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, just looking to see. Oh, and he did. Did he do Eagle versus Shark as well? I did. Which is um... oh, hang on, he was he was an actor in Green Lantern.
1: Thank you very much.
0: What the hell? I'd like
1: to take a moment to thank my
0: parents. For... Well, mate, I, th- I think before you do that, I, I think you want to have a word because I mean I saw Green Lantern once, and I tried to erase that film from my memory. So it's good that you it's remembered not that it, bad. but not, at the same not time, bad. it's not that bad. It's pretty bad. Man. It's, it's watchable, a isn't it? I'll, I'll give you another watch, because I do actually enjoy Ryan Reynolds, but I do remember it's, being a bit of a car crash. You
1: know what? It's better, it's better than Green Hornet.
0: I, I, I quite like that. <laughs> 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 Even though I had flaws. Okay, so, yeah, unfortunately, he was not He was in Green Lantern, but um, we won't hold that against him.
1: So but he's, some, he's a he's director from,
0: from... who's made, like, these tiny New Zealand
1: movies uh, I can't imagine what the budgets are, but they're not going to be big. No. And I think, like perhaps, based on the success, obviously he was interviewed and went through that process, <laughs> and he showed like the imagination. Well, hang on. And I can, poss- can possibly answer. And you've got to imagine that it's the direction that Marvel, Disney, and whatnot wanted to take the movie. Yeah. That perhaps they give um, this guy a chance, basically. It Had to be.
0: I mean, so you just you just said about budget, right? hunt for the Wilder people, people had a budget of 2.5 million that's mad uh, what we do in the shadows had 1.6 that's
1: crazy I mean th- that's roughly what you're paying me for this podcast
0: exactly exactly thanks to the patreons um, it's uh, yeah I, it, it's crazy but again you know James kind had a similar background and i like to I'd like to think that as you say it was because of the direction because he didn't it, it, it certainly doesn't he's got no credit for writing on this film um, there's a chance that he might really have, yeah, yeah yeah he didn't write the film so that's surprising because it's, it's got him, written all over it oh yeah absolutely and we'll come to his role in a, in a, in a bit because uh, that needs to be explained um, how does that how does that happen it's him written all over but at the same time oh. and this was going to say because he actually it says here I didn't realise this I know I know he he had involvement with Moana, but it says he, had, he, he was uncredited for the initial screenplay for Moana. So, okay. you know, there's every chance that whilst he's not credited as, because to be credited as a writer, you need to um, ha, have written for so much of the film. Right. So if you, you know, let's say that they estimate you provided 20% of the, of the written dialogue for a film. That yeah. may not be enough to get you a credit. I'm not sure what the, the rules are, but just because you've written a line in a movie doesn't give you uh, a, a screenplay credit. So, And you know what?
1: You know what? With a lot of the stuff, like we watch Curb, we watch uh, a lot of stuff, it could be that there's a lot of improvisation hmm. that's going on um, with some of the stuff that they were coming out with. It, it, it could be him chucking stuff at them.
0: Had to be. Rather than yeah. him writing it. Because, yeah, it's got him written... All over it. Yeah, that was the big shock to me because I because I expected to see his name in, in you know like written behind yeah, screenplay I whatever. That, and it wasn't. I was like, spot. oh, hello, because I really was. Yeah. I really was shocked. Um, right, let let's go back to the film. So, um, so Thor um, has a has quite an epic fight at the beginning of the film. Um, destroys uh, the, the what do you say his name was? Uh, Serta. Serta. Um, and takes his crown Let's because go, that's, that's where the power is. Now, the only thing with that MacGuffin, to me, is that I knew immediately that... Uh, sorry, have... sorry, MacGuffin? Yeah. Yeah, MacGuffin.
1: I'm not familiar with that phrase. I thought that was a detective
0: movie with uh, Val Kilmer. No, that's McBain, based on the uh, the Simpsons character. Uh, okay. Let me, uh, let me get you a... a uh, so, a MacGuffin is a uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, a McGuffin is a plot device in the form of some goal, desired object, or other motivator that the protagonist uh, pursues. So, uh, a McGuffin in a, in a film generally is something that um, either they're they're looking for or is going to be useful uh, in the film at some point. Wow! So, I I, I knew straight I'm gonna away. I'm going to McGuffin the hell out of that word. Please do; it's a great word. Um, so, I I thought straight away that's going to come into play later on. I didn't know how, but I thought yeah. there was too much focus on it. There was, you know, the fact that they explained, um, you know, the power was in this crown, um, or his head or whatever you want to, you want to call it. Um, I thought that's going to come into play later on. Um, and so Thor- Very observant, so dish. very observant.
1: Thank that very is much. one gold star for you.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, but so- Also,
1: it's worth mentioning because, um, when he takes I mean he basically takes a skull of Surtur mm. but as he as Thor says in the movie it's basically the horns or as he jokingly said his big eyebrow yep. that he needed that, that has the power yeah um, but when he goes to take it to the vault there's a lot of other little gems in there um, that uh, I think a lot of the Marvel fans would spot and maybe freak out a few of them
0: yes I'd, I'd agree with that I'd agree with that as well um so thor thor was trying to escape trying to get back to asgard and he was calling mm. to be transported and he wasn't because um idris elba was too busy doing sky adverts to uh bring him back
1: watch some pepper pig
0: <laughs> it's, it's sky box set <laughs> it's my idris elba i've never done idris elba yes, before and i on. never will again i mean no, it's, it's really easy
1: to it's basically Ray Winston but
0: less harsh <laughs> less harsh Ray Winston which sums up his <laughs> film career um, so yeah. So you, you then find and Carl Urban that's a new Karl character Ur- isn't he Carl I
1: mean, Ur- right? Urban Carl Urban because bless him for cutting off his hair but Carl Urban basically spent two hours of the movie with a facial of Chloe O'Brien from 24 where it's that look of uncertainty um thinking you're going to do something bad yet knowing you have to do it he had the same face it was like you know when your mum used to say to you don't make that face or the wind will change and you'll be like that forever yeah it was
0: basically that but you know what when I first saw him I saw... Urban with his one face <laughs> I might have that on a t-shirt um the thing is, though, like as soon as I saw him, I thought, that doesn't like Carl Urban, but there's no way that's Carl Urban. Yeah. It took yeah. me quite a while to go, no, like, no actually, he's Carl Urban. I think the longer he got screen time, I thought, okay, no, it must be him now because he's getting that much screen time. But he was a new character in this film, wasn't he? I don't remember him from the previous films. Oh, I thought he was in the previous one. Oh, we going to have to look now. God damn it. Um, but he he basically reco- um Takes over from, um, from Idris Elba's character, who was the kind of uh, the gatekeeper previously. Yeah, gatekeeper. Yeah. So he and uh, the uh, Heimdall, of course, and uh, you know the the reason for him not being there is he was exiled by Odin. Right. Wow. That's what was said, and so Carl uh, Urban is supposed to be. I can't, I can't keep calling him Karl Urban because that's not his his character's name it is um, Sturge Stur- of course it's Sturge yeah like like the um, like the bloke out of uh, Father of the Bride a bit like that uh, no it's Jeff <laughs> such a kid um, my this Jeff <laughs> no it's 21 21- anyway so um, <laughs> so Sturge is supposed to announce him however Thor is like I'm not waiting around for this and flies off to go and see Ooh. his dad nice. which it leads us to um, the first cracking cameo Well, actually three cracking cameos. well no. well yeah, it's insane because i didn't actually i didn't even spot the last one. I couldn't work out who it was at first,
1: yeah
0: um, yeah I, yeah I,
1: I, but the thing is, i didn't know right okay yeah but, so, yeah. yeah, but because okay. right, so we've basically got
0: Matt Damon
1: um has entered the Marvel Universe at long last.
0: Yeah, although I think because of how he's in the Marvel universe, I think they can get away with him being more involved in a different role if they wanted to. Cuz the problem with the Marvel universe and again being so vast and so big is that uh, apparently if you uh, appear in a film as a character, you can't hmm. then later appear as another character. Now, well, like s- Roman basically. Exactly. Now, see the thing is like Chris Evans got away with it because although he played Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four films they weren't part of the Marvel he also did TFI Universe.
1: Friday
0: he did also do TFI Friday Americans look it up um, but uh, because of and that and don't because, forget your
1: toothbrush
0: well I did I, and I literally did actually in my trip to Orlando I did actually forget my toothbrush I had to go and buy one from oh, a no. gift shop true story that's a, that's a man thing to do it is but uh, it's such a soap dish thing to do um, Let's go but um, but because that was now, yeah a so Matt Damon so the Matt Damon thing it was wicked no. obviously, on the, what? Captain America there was so about Captain America about how Chris Evans could be Captain America right but yes Matt Damon
1: so Matt Damon <laughs> so great and everything but what was slightly annoying about it because he's a huge actor being you know a cameo in a movie a huge actor but he was on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. I when know. they were promoting the movie.
0: Yeah. Although So uh, if
1: you've seen that interview you're kinda of thinking, why is Matt Damon with these guys promoting For Ragnarok?
0: Although because he a... he
1: produces a lot of movies, so I kinda of had in my head that he's a
0: producer. Uh no, well I, I'd heard a rumour a good few months ago that Matt Damon had a cameo in it. I didn't know who has. But, really? Yeah, there there was a bit of a leak that he'd he oh. been on set or um, that he, he definitely had a cameo in the film. So um, when he was on uh, Kimmel, I wasn't too shocked. Yeah. Um, and also because of the Kimmel thing anyway, you know, and the Matt Damon thing. But I know what you mean. Like, it, it did kind of ruin it for a lot of people because anyone that would have seen that would have thought, why is he interrupting them talking about this film? It seemed a bit odd but obviously yeah. that's that's why um so and so Matt Damon is playing Loki you've got uh Chris Hemsworth's brother playing him playing Thor and you had the one that I The didn't one that spot. isn't
1: the one in the Hunger Games I believe
0: I can't keep up with that family I don't really? know the Hunger Games yeah so I don't know um I, I
1: subscribe one. to their. I subscribe to their um, emails, so that's how I know.
0: Oh, nice, nice. Um, but the one that I didn't get, the cameo that I didn't get, was um, Odin.
1: Well, to be fair, he has the big white hair and the beard, and I ain't joking. If you put a beard on anyone in a movie, you're gonna struggle to recognise them.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I didn't Especially think... if you, but if you never really see them with a beard.
0: But he's got a beard, I believe, in Peaky Blinders. He, yes, he did have uh, he had facial hair in Peaky Blinders, but it wasn't it was nothing like Anthony Hopkins' facial hair in As Odin. Yeah, so so even so, it was still a hard spot. It was still a hard spot. Yeah, of course, it made sense because of um, him being in Hunt for the Wilder People, but it was it was still a, a nice cameo. So they are they are doing a production of... uh, They're kind of doing a play about Loki and about how Loki died, which Odin is sitting there watching. But Thor doesn't believe that it's Odin, and so uh, eventually uh, manages to trick uh, Odin to reveal himself to actually be Loki, the person we thought had died.
1: Now, I'll be honest, I didn't know that Thor was thinking that. Um... I wasn't aware that that was what was going on. I think perhaps I was distracted by the cameos, by the play, um, by how wonderful the planet looked on the big screen. Mm. But I didn't think it was obvious that, they, um, that we were also in on the ruse of Loki not being Loki
0: yes yeah I, I'll, I'll be completely honest as well I forgot that he died which is
1: fine I'm I'm fine not knowing stuff and then finding out yeah uh, but yeah I, I think that I perhaps forgot that Loki had that power even
0: yes yeah we can kind of I, I don't know if it's manipulation or if it's just the ability to to change his appearance but what, whatever it is um, yes so it seemed revealed that um, Loki was there instead of Odin and that he actually banished Odin to uh, a retirement home in New York
1: yeah
0: now this leads to an interesting thing right which I didn't I didn't pick up on and really because I hadn't focused on the trailers oh, okay.
1: okay
0: good that Good. yeah I'm mean, going see I've seen a you couple of trailers now. but I yeah I try and avoid them where where possible or I'll only see like the first trailer if, if I you know rather than see all the the second third and fourth ones but yeah um so they go to they're in New York um they go and meet Doctor Strange who um gets who then takes the, which again is a very funny sequence I've still not seen Doctor Strange but Benedict back is <laughs> no only because I've been waiting to pick up the 3D Blu-ray of it because I heard the 3 is really good but uh, yeah. um, it was a good, it was a good movie. Well, oh, yeah, I really a, liked it, I'm, I'm and, and it looked
1: it. great on the screen. You know,
0: that, and that's that's it. I mean, I, I I didn't get to see it when it came out at the cinema, and I heard how good the three D was in it. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll just kill two birds with one stone. But um, what I will say is that um, Benedict Cumberbatch's accent is terrible. I don't what, think... what as. What do you mean? What as? Not Sherlock. It's just his voice. He's not got an accent. He's supposed to be American. He's got an yeah, American 20 He's, not doing
1: American, it. Voice. He, he he's not doing American voice, though.
0: He's not. He's never... He's, uh, that's, that's why it's so bad, because he's trying. And it's he's, terrible. I don't think he's
1: even trying, though. I think he's oh, doing he's... his voice, but he's just, like, rolled back the poshness. Mm. So it's kind of a bit more open to uh, nationality, even. However, it leads I, to... I don't think, I don't think he's, he's not like, hey, wise
0: guy, you want to come see me? I'm a doctor. I'll fix you up real nice. That's better than his American accent, um, but um, it, that sequence again is another good comedy moment uh, that whole sequence in in dr doom's uh, dr doom's dr strange's uh, apartment lair but uh, well, it was
1: basically it, it, it was basically an extended version of the um, uh, uh, closing scene closing credit scene from Doctor Strange
0: yes 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 I um, that, yeah.
1: you see yeah um, so you see like the short uh, introduction between the two of them um, but we're led to believe the four goes to see Doctor Strange um, but right. obviously what happens is Strange takes four
0: yes well he takes Loki technically, <laughs> and he just tells sure. tells uh, tells Thor where to go. Uh, not literally, well, yes, literally. He gives me his address. Literally. Um, but yes, again, that leads to a, a really funny sequence, and eventually they end up in Norway. Um, now, of course, yeah. history fans, for you that don't know the actual uh, mythology of, not the comic book version necessarily, but of the actual uh, Norse mythology, um, Thor, the God of Thunder, and Odin they're they're Norwegian Um, so it makes sense that Odin uh, if he's on Earth he's going to go to Norway Um, Mm. and then as you alluded to earlier uh, Odin dies pretty undramatically he just kind of dies in front of uh, Loki and Thor and this leads the way for uh, well, no, but is this,
1: is this a problem that it's all Anthony Hopkins has in his locker anymore? It does seem as though he's taken the Michael Caine train to cash in paychecks wherever he can. Cash in paychecks, um, paychecks
0: I've now? Not... <laughs> well, yeah, he... Cash in paychecks now. <laughs> but it does
1: seem as though he's kind of just... Um, he's taking the big bucks now. Well, um, he's uh, doing uh... these sort of movies... He's doing the blockbusters, and he's taking like the easy money.
0: Well, what, I read, very actually, little. what I read is that he wasn't actually going to do this film until he read the script, and then he decided he wanted to be a part of it after all. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think we were lucky to get that death, to be honest, because he might have just died completely off screen had he not done. Um, well, the thing is, they could have had to do... I forget the
1: character's name, but there's a character in The Walking Dead um, your Rick.
0: listeners will know he's got the
1: big white beard Rick. no not Rick who always says Carl. Uh, Herschel
0: Herschel how could you forget Herschel they even have though have I know Herschel they could
1: have just got Herschel to come in and play Sir Anthony Hopkins mate you could have got no, Captain Birdseye don't get me wrong You could have got Captain uh, Birdseye they could have got Captain Birdseye or God bless him Uncle Albert Americans Google
0: But yes, you're right. I mean, it's.
1: Yeah, once Uncle Albert goes out to sea, as he does in Only Fools and Horses, spoiler spoiler alert. alert, Thank you. um, We then get introduced to. Because Marvel's love, a bit of sibling rivalry, a sister.
0: Yeah, a sister who I don't think has been mentioned at all in any of the Uh, films. No. I don't think she was ever referenced. So it's very odd, but a very unrecognisable Kate Blanchett There's only one film role she's had where she's been even more unrecognisable than she is in this film, and that was in Shaun of the Dead. Uh, sorry, in Hot Fuzz when she was in a hazmat suit.
1: I thought you were going to say, "Don't be a menace to society whilst drinking your juice in the hood." She was
0: very unrecognisable in that movie. I thought she was a Wayne's brother. I've got to say, <laughs> I, I I had no idea. I thought she'd gone uh, full, full full body pain.
1: Um, she does have that face. She does have that face where she can just merge into a role and you don't know it's her until the end of the movie.
0: And yet she's beautiful. So it's not like she's like an ugly duckling or something. But you're I do think you are You watch it with your wife man. I'm not. I refuse to watch it with her. Never. Um, but she's hot. No. Um, but yes she comes and within, within mere moments of her making an appearance on Earth and talking about how hard she is, she only goes and bloody destroys his hammer. Uh,
1: Yeah, like, in no time at all. Like, this is not a big battle uh, of people have seen it. And she does... We saw the scene in Civil War where they're all trying to pick up the hammer. No one can move it or get close to it. I think, was it Hulk who kind of makes it shake a little bit and falls like, oh... Um, but then he just comes and grabs it. Well, in fact, so and no, in fact, actually going
0: back, going back a little bit further than that, talking about the hammer doing that, there's a great bit in that um, opening scene when he's fighting a dragon. Yes. And he stops the dragon by dropping the hammer in its lower jaw. Yes. So the dragon can't move. Really subtle, but again, as you say, just showing the point that this is. Thor's weapon, no one else can pick it up. No one, you know, it's almost indestructible, and she literally destroys it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think Loki describes it as like she basically crushed glass, yeah, to break it very easy for her. Yeah, so and this is great because anyone who's listened to previous podcasts knows how much I love a good bad guy, and immediately we see a good bad guy because this isn't a bad guy who spends the entirety of the movie telling everyone how tough they are, then when it gets to the punch, they can't deliver, they can't back up their words. Here's a bad guy who, in her opening scene, destroys who he regards himself as the strongest Avenger, (laughs) um, mashes him up, and Loki can't get a look in. Um, And they're both thrown in through a portal um, and by her uh, belief, never to be seen again.
0: Well, yeah, because, um, well, what happens is Loki realises, because uh, Loki without a weapon is quite common, um, on not a powerful weapon. Um, so he actually calls for them to be, um, returned to Asgard. And it's on the return to Asgard that things take a turn, because, first of all, Loki's kicked out of the, um, I don't know what they refer to it as, but the uh, the transportation, um, that the light that they're in, he gets kicked out of that, and she throws Thor out soon afterwards. Um, and this is where the film starts its its second kind of wind, um, as it were. Not that they lost wind in the first instance, but it takes a turn, and then um, they land on an alien planet.
1: And I think, as you say, with the winds. I think what I found really um, uh, quite obvious about this movie as well, where I've said in the past I didn't really enjoy Civil War, Age of Ultron I I really don't like. Avengers Assemble was really good when it came out, Mm. but kind of because you were so excited about seeing this movie, um, kind of almost feels dated a little bit now though, Mm. given the advances of technology and just how long they took to... um, uh to To get to the story, mm. but what was great about Ragnarok is that it really had a great fresh um vibe to it in the sense that it kept moving it was It was a greatly evenly paced out movie that you weren't sitting there thinking all right let's cut let let's cut the chase and let's get this done like let's get off this planet or let's go and have that fight like you were you were held on your seat. And at no point did you think, God, this movie's dragging a little bit. It has a fantastic pace. And, um, and again, I think what we said at the top of the podcast where DC are uh, making a movie with, what, four or five of their heroes, yep. and they're going to keep it under two hours. Um, you know, Ragnarok have gone over, but they were able to do it at a tremendous pace. So at no point you're thinking, all right, come on, let's get a move on. And I think it's the first time, Guardians aside, that a superhero movie has done
0: that. Yeah, no, you're right. And, um, y- you know, I, you mentioned Age of Ultron, and I remember watching that film, and I, my expectations already already been low, because I heard, you know, not so good things. But then I, from other friends, like, I um, think it's the best Marvel film. <laughs> um, and sitting there during periods of that film thinking... It's been fifteen minutes and nothing has happened. Like literally, nothing yeah. has happened. they have just been standing around talking. And when you've got a superhero film for, for, you don't. All right, you don't need action all the time. But there was no real development. They were just standing around talking about like nonsense. And he was just like, right, just just get to something now. Like go and do something or let something happen. Some whatever. But just nothing seemed to be happening. Whilst with this film, whilst it didn't seem like. Um, There wasn't action every like thirty seconds, but like the store there was like just a a decent story and it flowed. And at no point did you think it's dragging. As you say, it it just it just seemed perfectly weighed in 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 ways of timing. Um, Yeah, it just just, there was no drag. There was it it was like they trimmed all the fat. Um, Yeah, and also I think I think that the
1: trailer helped it. As you know, I don't often, I I usually go out of my way to not watch a trailer. And I only watched the first one, but the first one contained the fight with Hulk. Hmm. And I'm sure we'll get to that momentarily. But um, that was the only bit in the trailer that I wish I hadn't seen. Because uh, when you're sitting there, you're thinking, okay, well, we've seen Thor, we've seen Loki, we've seen Doctor Strange early doors, we've seen Hella who I don't remember seeing too much in the first trailer. Um, and now we know that we've still got to see Hulk, and we've definitely still got to see the Grandmaster. And now, then we're wondering, do we see anyone else? So you've got all of that going on, mm. and at no point you're sitting there thinking, ah, oh, come on, let's get to Hulk, let's get to Grandmaster, where are they? It is brilliantly paced for a superhero movie.
0: Now, j- just you just reminded me because I forgot to mention it earlier when we was talking about when they first meet, Um, Hela, um just after yes. Odin dies. So that sequence in the trailers, apparently, is in New York. Really? Yeah. So it's been Wait. edited later on to be in Norway. Oh, okay so again I don't know if this is because Anthony Hopkins decided to come back for the film or, or what Aye. but in the trailers and again I haven't gone back to watch the trailers after seeing the Aye. film yet but there are sequences you'll see in the trailer and I've I've seen a photo of one image so I know it's, it's definitely true um, where well you see you see how, and you're like that's not Norway because Norway wow. it was green grass and you know clear blue skies and everything and this was definitely not so um something has changed at some point during the production of, of the film um, yeah. and again I said I don't know if it's the reshoots or, or what but I, I think that's quite interesting and another it's a bit similar to Rogue One Rogue One came out last year there were bits in that trailer where when you saw the finished film they were either missing or totally changed so ah. it didn't it didn't line up the trailer um, but you've, you've mentioned the name now I think we have, we've gone this far in and I, I can't believe we've not talked about him yet the Grand Master played by Jeff Goldblum.
1: It's unbelievable, right? It's... I mean, it's Jeff Goldblum. Because he's uh, been in the UK in the last week or so, and he's done a fair few TV shows, like yeah. chat shows, and he's been trending in the country um, every time he's been on TV because he has that personality. And if you like him, you love him. But I believe there's a lot of people out there who find him weird, who find him too, uh, too too much of a creep, especially at a time where Hollywood really is going in the gutter. Um,
0: yeah, and actually saying that, um, Lindsay had some friends over, uh, I had some of Alice's school friends over yesterday, and a couple of mums come over as well, and they were talking about, I don't know how they come on to it, I think she might have said that I was going to see Thor that night, and she said, "Oh, did you see Graham Norton with Jeff Goldblum?" And we said, oh, And she said, "No, we've not watched it." She said, "Oh, if you like Jeff Goldblum, after watching that, you might think differently of him because he didn't come off that well." And I think you've, yeah. you've hit the nail on the head. I think, and I, I've not seen the interview, so I don't know, but I think in what you've just said there about him and how he can come across sometimes, I think that's it. You, he can even come across that way. But I just, when I've ever seen him do that previously, I've just thought it was him and he's just a bit he's just a bit quirky and that's how he is but in this film he's absolutely spinal tap turned up to 11 i mean nah. well it's jeff goldblum like plus 11 though right jeff goldblum, um, because because goldblum he's
1: just being jeff goldblum yeah. Like, in the marvel universe the grandmaster is pretty fucking sinister pretty fucking evil yeah. um and certainly isn't like anywhere as flamboyant as jeff goldblum plays it but he plays it so brilliantly. He's so likable within the first moment. He's a he's a bad guy that adds comedy relief.
0: Well, uh, when Thor is going to meet him, because he gets captured by somebody who you later find out is a, a significant character. Um, yeah. But when he's going to meet him for the first time, he's strapped to a chair and he's taken on like a, a kind of uh, roller coaster, dark ride type thing to meet him, and the whole. Way through this voice, I was talking about how you're going to meet the to um pure imagination from Willy Wonka.
1: Yeah, and even the chair that he's in looks like the boat that they ride.
0: Yeah, it's uh, In the chocolate
1: factory, it's yeah, it's
0: fantastic.
1: Great. I mean, the thing is, it, it it's a bold. I'm not going to sound like I'm commentating on dodgeball, but it's a bold choice of song because yep. it is so iconic for such like a well loved uh, moment. Mm. But it borrows so well because again, it looked brilliant. Go and, If you're listening and you're still on the fence about watching a movie, go and see it just for the visuals that you get when you enter Grandmaster Country. Yeah. Um, because the colours on the screen just look fantastic.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, it's a very colourful film. It's a very colourful film compared to some of the Marvel films. Um, yeah. But he he's he's phenomenal. And Lindsay said to me last time when I got back uh, when I started to talk about Jeff Goldblum in it and she said, is he the villain? Or, or is he a villain? And I was like well, yeah, I suppose he is, but I never really kind of got on board with him being a villain because he was so Jeff well, yeah. Goldblum. <laughs> That's it, but to... he, is. He... Yeah, he is. he is, he is,
1: totally uh, he he, He's a bad guy. He's in yeah. the Marvel Universe. like um, they, they mentioned Contest of Champions. I knew you'd
0: pop at that when they said Sorry? that as well. I knew you'd pop at Contest of Champions.
1: Well, yeah, because obviously you've got the game as yeah. well out of the um, so yeah but in the Marvel Universe like Contest Champions was big uh, but was it, was it even him and the Collector
0: who were uh, squaring
1: off I'm not sure but I know it the... could have even been famous but he, they were squaring off because he They're sold related. thousands of dollars uh, and they do they? stuff just to entertain yeah could be brothers because it's Marvel mm. um I do like but... <laughs> yeah I Yeah, a sibling um <laughs> And yeah, they basically went about and collected um, these champions, and then fought off against each other, basically because they were bored. Mm. Um, so yeah, but he's he in the, the stories he's really evil, not so much in the movie.
0: Now, um, and, fantastic
1: it, and Jeff Goldblum.
0: Now, an interesting uh, note on this as well, if you're familiar with the Grandmaster in the comics, is that the Grandmasters actually blue in skin color. Yes. Now there's a reason why he's not blue in the film, and the reason oh, I why know this. Well, the reason why it goes back to the year 1989, I believe it could be 1988, but there was a little film, probably a little known film actually, called Earth Girls Are Easy, and in that film it stars right. uh, Damon Wayans who was just on the kind of up and up, Jeff Goldblum who was just on the up and up, and um, this unknown comedian called Jim Kerry. And they played three okay. aliens that come down uh, to Earth, um, and they were all full body painted. And Jeff Goldblum oh, in that yes. film seen is that. blue. So, for yeah. that reason, they made the decision not to make him blue in the film.
1: So, is that basically. That's what on the director that said. That's what the Warren. director
0: said. Yeah that's
1: brilliant I mean I hope that's true because that's I mean he said it but perhaps tongue in cheek but that's brilliant yeah, right you never,
0: you never know for sure you never know for sure but um, yeah I, oh, I read my, that and I thought that's I cracking that. because I did not even, even put two and two together but yeah I mean he's exceptional so, so Thor is basically captured and he's going to put into uh, this fight and then you go and uh, then meet uh, the character that the, the uh, director is playing um, who is called Grog, Grug? what's his name? Um, oh, God, I had it up. That's right. Is it Grog, not Grog?
1: Is it Grog?
0: Uh, oh, they
1: say quite
0: a lot in the movie as well. I know. Korg. 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 Who is made up of, of stone, a little bit like... He's got a slight appearance of the Thing from the Fantastic Four, but he's blue and made of pebble rather than, than rock. He's constantly kind of yeah. losing some pebbles. And... and the
1: voice is fantastic because, again, the, the dude's from New Zealand. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, like, has there, I mean, obviously Chris Hemsworth, but there's not been a heavy, like, what, Asian, like, Australian accent in the Marvel Universe yet
0: no um, no
1: not even um uh Stephen Strange's power uh Wong uh yeah. not even he was really like heavy with it so no. you've got this like you know really quite serious and Thor's about to go and you know go and fight this great big champion who you don't know who is going to fight but if you've seen the trailer you do um and then you get this voice to pop and go you like um, sort of thing that was awful by the way terrible
0: terrible sounds nothing like that he it was more scouse he, he apparently he based it on um, on Polynesian bouncers that was oh, really? his reference point for it it was Polynesian bouncers that um he met at nightclubs uh, back in the day so um, but it is a fantastic comical role and he had oh. probably some of the best lines in the film Um, just a really good comic relief character um but as you say Thor um says like to fight for freedom I'm, go- I'm gonna fight uh your champion I'm gonna beat your champion um and so he goes and and enters the fight um and it's he's he's to basically death. gonna try and do what Doug didn't yeah Doug definitely didn't do that no that's a Doug good point died he spoiler that. alert Doug died that's a good point because <laughs> you try spoiler. and he tries to talk to Doug big um, spoiler. But uh, and, uh, So, uh, the reveal, of course, if you hadn't seen the trailer, is that the, the, the reigning champion at the moment or that doesn't have a title belt, but he's the reigning champion uh, is the Hulk. Um, now, what I, what I, I like... It's,
1: that that, it's annoying that's in there because that's a really cool moment to introduce I... such an iconic role Do you know what? I think that you've not is... seen since, what, Age of Ultron? Um,
0: and we've seen it in the trailer, like, umpteen times. But I think the reason for that Again goes back to the first two Thor movies. Selling people to go and see Thor three is going to be yeah. a hard sell unless well, yeah, you've got you something like that. Show show him
1: um but show him like fighting, but not show him fighting for. So you can show him like, you know, when he's jumping up in the air sort of thing and then jumping back down
0: for yeah. the Hawks merch. Yeah.
1: You know, and you can even show him as a gladiator, but just don't show him in that arena. And then with like the great line, like we're friends, like I uh, know him from work. Yeah, you, know, you-, you could have left that because it's a really great line. But as you say, money talks, and they're trying to put bombs in the seats.
0: What so, I liked though, what yeah. I liked about that sequence as well, I mean, I mean the fight itself is brilliant, um, and goes on yeah. longer than I expected it to. It's, it's a very good sequence. But what I really liked about that is the armor that Thor wears, because he essentially wears. Uh, a a helmet not dissimilar to how thor was in the comics with the kind of winged ears so it it, it wasn't exactly but it's obviously based in that so um yeah it it, it was a very nice touch a nice stanley cameo beforehand gives chris uh sorry gives thor uh the haircut that you see in the film as well Um, always gets a big
1: cheer yeah, 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 unless
0: unless it's Lindsay. Wasn't wasn't one of
1: his best ones though, for being honest. I know he's I know he's what ninety something. Well, you know but it wasn't one of his best.
0: You know they've you know they've filmed about It's no five. Tony Stank. It's no Tony Stank. They've filmed five. Uh I think it's really? five Stanley cameos, and they've all been directed by James Gunn. Um apparently. Wow. So I'm not, not sure know. if that was one of them or not, but I know that Spider Man Homecoming was uh, apparently one of his. Um but yes, That was a good one. Yeah, I like I like the one in Homecoming actually. Don't um, make me come down there. <laughs> but um That's a good accent as well. It's much
1: better than the New Zealand one, come Oh on. yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's sounding much much more like it. Um so it's um yeah, it's, that's a good sequence. You then um afterwards you see the recovery of them, they're locked in the same room. Hulk is now talking. Now we've not had Hulk talking in these films. Um
1: well, it's been a couple of years. Sure he can talk. Why not? Well that's, well, that's it. He
0: he literally has been the Hulk since uh since he disappeared from uh the end of Age of Ultron. He's been the Hulk. So he's developing uh, as as an uh, you know as a as a child would do, as Nano would do. So he he's obviously learnt the ability to, to talk. That's what he's done. Um very good voice, I thought, as well. Um yeah. they they plan to, well, Thor plans to escape. Hulk kind of unwillingly goes along with him. Um, and what I didn't know, and what I was pleased to see, because I thought we was going to see Hulk the whole movie, and then what we got was Mark Ruffalo. Yes, we got Bruce Banner back, and I didn't know that was going to happen. So that I thought was very pleasing. And um, the, the the dynamic between Hulk and Thor, and Thor and Bruce Banner, I thought was very good as well. Um, yeah you know he was worried that uh, fools...
1: especially 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 like the bits where he's saying but i like you more when he's saying to the yes. hulk and then saying to bruce i like you more yeah and he literally is talking to two different people yeah and, uh, and, and using he... the exact same technique and
0: bruce Banner doesn't realize because obviously when he's the hulk you know he, he doesn't remember a lot of what's going on so it works really well but i thought i thought of uh he, he was excellent in it um we haven't mentioned but the person that captured Thor at the beginning of that sequence was uh, Valkyrie, or oh, she's part of the Valkyrie yes. on on Asgard. So she, it was like a, a special, uh, a bit a bit like the Amazonians in Wonder Woman. Really, it was like the the female army of Asgard um, who had all been murdered except her uh, by evil sister um, and so she didn't want to go back but they kind of convinced her to go back Loki which we ha- we haven't talked about had kind of become best friends with um, with Jeff Goldblum by this point as well yeah um, so he kind of reluctantly goes as well or, or kind of attempts to does his usual Loki thing gets a bit cheeky um, so they kind of have to leave him behind um, but some good sequences there as well Um they they get back to Asgard where um, the the people of Asgard are trying to um, are, are fearful of you know the the now queen she calls herself the queen
1: yeah um, well wait, wait if we jumped because I, I feel like we've jumped go a very pivotal moment in Marvel movies and I think it does need a conversation especially knowing you as well as I do I and am. I think any of the listeners who know you by now know that we do need to have this conversation about a very significant moment in a Marvel movie. The Marvel T-shirt.
0: Huh?
1: So, um, for what, a good few movies now, and I believe it's Downey Jr., um, they always have that one T-shirt in the movie. All oh,
0: right. right,
1: you know, viral goes like blows up or whatever. And they always write in there. Uh, so we've had where Tony Stark, I think the one that started it was Bruce Lee playing DJ.
0: Okay. Do you remember this
1: one? And yep. then obviously you've got Chris Pratt with a t-shirt in guys in galaxy Two.
0: Yeah. The one that says, with like yeah, cool, baby in Japanese. Like, looks like he bought yeah. it from,
1: looks like he paid like, you know, 12 pounds from Uniqlo. Yep. It's not slight, they make um, the clothes. <laughs> and then you've got um, Bruce Spanner, who's actually wearing Tony Stark's clothes. If you remember,
0: yes, he is.
1: And he puts on a Duran Duran
0: T-shirt. Very good one as well. Yeah, it's a very nice T-shirt. Yeah. So, yes, it could be the new hot item. You're quite right. I forgot.
1: I think. That. I think. I think you're, you're going to be seeing in the next couple of weeks, certainly in America. I think you're going to be seeing a lot of people walking about. You know, they're going to leave the Ramones T-shirt in the wardrobe. You know, the Guns and Roses. Maybe they'll wear it if they see him on tour. But I, I reckon you might be seeing yourself a few little Duran Duran fans popping
0: about. I hope so because I'm a big fan of Duran Duran. <laughs> I've seen them live. Have you really? I've seen them live. I've seen them with Mark Ronson. Where yep. you
1: showing your age?
0: They were. <laughs> they were. They were the headliners. Of uh, a festival I went to, where I, I'd actually really gone to see NERD, they were second on second on the yeah. bill, At, like second down from the top. Right. during the headlining, Vicky yeah, Park, and um, and they were fantastic. Like I was really taken away with them. Really good live. Yeah. I mean, this was ten years ago. Maybe not so much now. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm 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 hoping that there might that might be a resurgence for them a little bit. Um. But yeah, no, no, good point. Um, but they they end up going back to to Asgard. They they go to um, to try and stop her from taking over Asgard and um, you know ruling and and, and basically ruining Asgard. Um, and uh, there's some good fight sequences.
1: Yeah, great fight sequences because I think um, where technology has evolved so much, the um, we've had the issue of like it going too fast and you can't then enjoy a good battle. Yeah. But the beauty of this is Hella isn't a robot. Um, Transformers, Michael Bay, I hope you're listening, just calm it down, man.
0: <laughs> um, he won't be, but he should be. She's not a robot. And I, she f- has I fear for that Thor the Explorer movie, by the way.
1: Oh my God, what is he going to do to that poor girl? <laughs> she just wants to get home from Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> who sends their kid out on their own with a fucking monkey? I will tell you who. But someone
0: really fucking irresponsible. That's who Mexicans.
1: Um, do, do you have a big Mexican father? <laughs> not sorry. anymore.
0: Not anymore. Um, oh,
1: sorry, on delay. Um, Speedy <laughs> Gonzalez. So she doesn't have a massive army because she's fucking, she's pun, she's unbelievable. Well, she, she doesn't need she, an army. She, she's she, got a dog. She does, she does. She's got a great big dog but she does. that they filmed up close to the camera to make it look fucking big.
0: Do you reckon it's a really tiny dog that they've just, just used camera I don't effects? I think so. But, I don't think so. Have ladies, you seen
1: the Ninjago movie yet?
0: No, I haven't. No, I haven't. It's basically a cat. <laughs> it's basically a cat. Okay, <laughs> great. Um... But no, she did. She did. She did bring back. She brought back her army, didn't she? She didn't necessarily need the army. She, yeah. The army really was just to save her a bit of time. She didn't need the army, but she brought back her dead army because of uh, the flame of Eternia. It's not what it's called, but that's what I'm going to call it. But you know, the flame that kind of brings stuff back to life again, MacGuffin. Um, so she brings back the army uh, that she that she fought with when she because uh, she's the God of Death, isn't she? That's what she is. Um, yeah. And she starts killing everybody. Um, Heimdall put on a really good effort, really good show, but it, it needed more than that. Um, Thor comes back. He fights her. Um, the Hulk, Valkyrie, they all start attacking the army, trying to uh, save the Asgardians. Um, now, what was interesting in the fight with um, with Hela is uh, is what she did to Thor. Hela or Hella? I thought it was Hela. Yeah, whatever. Like, like as in, right, let's right. get
1: the heller out of here.
0: Possibly. But, what does she do to Thor?
1: Um, oh, mate, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, um, <laughs> spoiler
0: alert
1: for... now. Spoiler alert. This is big. I didn't, I didn't know this happens. happened. Thor mm. um, loses an
0: eye. Yeah. He does. M- man, man only got one eye. Yeah, just like his daddy. Just like his daddy. So uh, she she takes that out with one of her swords. Um, yeah. At this point as well, so Odin does come back a couple of times throughout the film to remind Thor that actually, in a, in a little bit of a Kanye West moment, the power was inside him all along. It wasn't the hammer that made him special. He's the God of Thunder, goddammit. Um, I got the power! Oh, that's what they should have played. I mean, you said they played Immigrant Song. Which is great, yeah, um, on and and, and worked really on. well with it, but you know,
1: yeah, the, the lyrics, I especially I think that. what the first verse, I don't know the song inside out, yes, but yeah, it really boils well the to the, the moment, and like. snow.
0: yes, absolutely. There you,
1: there you go, yeah. there, there's a
0: fat boy. Um, so yeah, so, so so that happens. Then he starts to kind of fight back, but basically, she's too powerful for him. Um and she realize he realizes that the only way he's going to... well, first of all only reminds him as well that, you know, Asgard isn't as such a place, but it's it's almost like a way of life. It's uh it's where you make it. A little bit like um Paul Young, you know, wherever you leave your hat that's your home. Um yeah. wherever the Asgardians go, that's that's Asgard. Um Maybe <laughs> you should do a maybe <laughs> should do a remix of it, I don't know. Mate,
1: it actually fits really well.
0: Yeah. He should do. He needs to have a new hit. Um, so why, why recycle one? look on? in your one eye? Beautiful <laughs> Paul Young. Um, so uh, so he he then realises that you know what they need to do is get everyone I off the planet. I can tell you're gonna cry. Are you Odin's girl? <laughs> is is Asgard a planet or what is it? Is it a planet? I consider it a planet, but I'm not sure if it is. Well, it fucking ain't anymore, is it? No. So, what Thor thinks to do is, he can't defeat her, but there's one man that can. Yep. So, he goes into Odin's Cave of Wonders. Uh, well, Loki does. Um, and, and, you know, spot the Easter eggs here. There's quite a few, including an, an Infinity Stone. That will, I'm sure... Be, uh, he
1: took it. Let's be honest. He took the Infinity Stone. There's no way, because obviously, Civil War's so. coming up, yep. and it's the hunt. They might as well call it the hunt for the Infinity Stones. And he's taken the Infinity Stones. It's what he would do. It's what Rocket Raccoon would have done. Yep. He's taken the Infinity Stone. Loki has the Infinity Stone. He's not And told that him, leads man. up. And I think also because it leads up to the scene. I'm going to jump. But we'll come back to where you are because you're doing a grand job as well. I um, but I think that moment where Loki's in there and he does give it a good old wide eye, he takes it, and in the uh, first credit scene, you're, you see him and they're like they're talking about whether Loki will be uh, well received when he returns to Earth, <laughs> and you get a big fucking spaceship like flying over them, and it can only be one man. ...who's
0: finally come to play... ...Jigsaw... (laughs) ...by the way... ...if I see another video... ...of people getting freaked out... ...by a puppet on a tricycle... ...I'm going to punch somebody in the face... ...because that is not scary... ...a puppet on a tricycle is not scary... ...being put in a trap... ...that is scary... ...seeing a puppet on a tricycle... ...not scary... Daylight, night time, whatever. Not scary. Right.
1: But to be fair, the first guy that did it to his missus, where she's come home and it's just come at him, come at her, sorry. That was an unbelievable prank. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not like, you know. But
1: that was the first time. Yeah. It's basically like your four-year-old kid telling you their chicken joke for the 19th time.
0: Yeah. No effect. No effect. Yeah. And you just have to laugh anyway um Yeah, no, I think you're right. It's probably Thanos. I, I couldn't work out because I was trying to look at the spaceship, and I thought we looked quite spaceship. dark. And I was like, and I was like, that's too big to be the Milano, surely, because that was yeah, the only one I, I had. But yeah, I think you're right. I think it's I think it's too big for that. um So yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's you probably Thanos. It
1: has to be Thanos because Thanos is coming. Um, no two ways about it but he's, he's coming, coming he's bringing a few of his goons not all of his goons because he's got a lot of goons mm. um, in the comics but he's bringing I think five if I remember correctly okay. um, might be four and uh, yeah they're he's on the Huh? he's bringing Thor? <laughs> he's bringing yeah well this is it so they're gonna and I think it's been teased in the Civil War trailer that they're not showing us yet and I think that's the reason Infinity why War. they're not showing the... Yeah, they're not showing the trailer yet because no. they want people to go, catch up and see where four and Loki are. Well, I um, know... Because it's teased in the trailer that uh, a certain uh, group of heroes um, among the galaxy um, come to their uh, aid.
0: Well, I know people that have seen the trailer that was at uh, Comic-Con and I saw a very... Crappy video uh, footage of some of the sequences, and I can I can tell you exactly how and when that that kind of happens. So it all ties in very well with what I what I've seen so far about how um, that that particular bit of Infinity War is gonna gonna play out. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, so that was the, that was the first uh, that was the the, the mid credit sting as they call it. So. Um, anyway, Loki goes. He he puts the um, the Guffin in the fire, uh, brings the guy back to life. Who'd already turned around at the beginning of the film and said that you know, with all the power, he could come back and be the size of a mountain. Uh, so, oh, yes. oh, oh what happened? Did well remembered. So this. <laughs> <laughs> told well you, McGuffin, McGuffin. I did not remember that. See, that was the thing Guffin, like, when he was, that's, when, he was that's it, when he was saying it. When he was it, I was like, he's gonna come. He's gonna have some fight later on where he's going to be the size of a mountain, but I didn't know for what purpose, but obviously the the reason why I do it is because the only reason, or the only way to defeat her is by somebody who's more powerful and bigger than her. Um, yeah. and, and he'll destroy Asgard, but it will also destroy her, which is the main thing. My favourite bit of that sequence, of course, is when the Hulk sees a bad guy and tries to smash him. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, no, not him! And I but you know what, I'd thoughts. say,
1: because I'm, I'm torn in between what my favourite funny part of the movie is, and I, it's between two, and it's just before the part that you mentioned, when Bruce Banner's in the spaceship, and he says to Valkyrie, don't you worry, darling, I'll handle this. <laughs> well, yeah, because the whole... The whole he jumps out of the spaceship, well, and you wait a beautiful four seconds. It's like they probably consulted a good people of Family Guy and said, what's the comedy timing yeah. for waiting for someone to land? And they said, four seconds, because it's a four movie. So they said, okay, we'll do four. And he dropped, and it's Bruce Banner. And you're <laughs> like, fuck it, is Cause he the
0: whole, dead. Well, because the whole thing there as well is that Valkyrie, the whole time she's with Bruce Banner... She's saying, "Don't I know you?" And Bruce Banner, yeah. is saying, "Yeah, I'm sure like we've met." It. Yeah, and, and Thor is just keeping well out of the conversation. He's not saying because she, she knew him as Hulk, but she didn't realize yeah. that he, you know, the Hulk wasn't, you know, was someone else as well. So it was at that. Also, moment. Speak,
1: speaking about because Val- we, we, we've not really spoken too much about Valkyrie. Yeah. Um, I thought there was a great moment when she was in the bar getting a drink, and Thor, I I struggle with his name uh, Hemsworth. Is behind the red laser lasers, uh, picking out his weapon. He mentioned in about the hammer, and I think there's a really cool scene there where he's talking about how he great he thinks it is that women can also fight. And he said what I thought what he said was so eloquently put, and it was so perfect for everything that's happening in terms of what D C are doing with Wonder Woman mm. but also all the scandal that's hit in Hollywood. If they did a re edit of that, I wouldn't be surprised, but I thought that how they said it and what they said was absolutely perfect. Um and yeah, I hope that people reference that in years to come to how, you know, women heroes should be on an even par with your man hero.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd agree. And she was a well-written character as well. Um, yeah, you know, she she was used for She wasn't just um, there for certain bits. Like she did play quite a pivotal role. I don't know the actress at all. Uh, I hadn't, I, I don't recognise her from anything previously. But I thought she did a really good job. Yeah. Um, and I and I can say, well, I mean, I don't know if it's been announced, but I would be shocked if she didn't have a role in uh, Infinity War as well.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm, I'm sure yeah. she would, do. So I think she's going to be quite a pivotal character. Yeah, I, I thought it was a good introduction. Um, and to be honest, probably did I've about... I've just looked
1: her up. I've just looked her up. Did you know? Um, and just, uh, yeah, I got, I got on Tintinet, waited for the old dial-up, yep. and she actually plays, I believe they, they Americans, what do you mean they? Um, she plays Bianca in Creed.
0: Still haven't seen it. The fuck are you doing then? I know. I might watch it tonight after this actually. Watch oh, it. I watch it's on Netflix. I know. it's it was one of those films I was like, oh, I'm sure Lindsay would like it as well, I and mean, we just it's just like oh I don't fancy it tonight. Did
1: you watch it? um did you watch Dear White People? The series? Yes. Yeah. She's in that. Is she, she played uh, Samantha White. Uh she's also in Westworld. Westworld Westworld?
0: Westworld. Yeah, I've not seen Westworld. With
1: uh, Odin. Yeah. Uh... Yeah,
0: okay. But no, she she was very good, and to be honest, I think they made her as rounded a character in her probably 30 minutes of screen time I'd argue as much as they did with Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, in that she was an important female character, you know. And it wasn't just a sidebar. She was... Actually, she kicked ass. She was tough. She was powerful. She was equal to to her male counterparts.
1: But you know what? I thought what they did, and I thought they, could, and I think they did it better, Wonder Woman, because you know what I think of Wonder Woman. Mm. Um, but I think they did it better because it wasn't so obvious that they're saying, right, here is our female um, heroine and she will also be of an equal to the men. I don't think they made it as obvious as they have done in Wonder Woman and also in Rogue One. Mm. I, don't think, I think it was really subtle, and they just said, like, here she is, she ain't fucking about, she's not explaining it, she's not tarting herself up in a pretty dress to pretend not to be Wonder Woman or whatever. Um, she is just badass in the same way that Hela is and mm. I, I
0: thought that's why it really borrowed well
1: yeah. um and yeah,
0: yeah, more more power to... yeah, well, I think you're right, um so the film basically ends with um Asgard now being a spaceship at least a, at least spaceship? at that moment in time um and and then kind of uh, going off um another a couple of funny lines by uh, our director friend uh and the film yeah
1: is... yeah sorry the, the other sorry the other funny line. Um, I think it's the best and it had the cinema like I missed the next minute or so of dialogue. And also what I've mentioned, the dialogue is unbelievable. Yep. Um I've mentioned to you we've not we didn't talk about the movie but I did say to you that I saw Kingsman while I was waiting uh for my mate uh, and then waiting to go and see Four. Yep. Um I watched Kingsman first. The dialogue in that movie isn't atrocious but it's up there as being that bad. Um, I'll reference a scene when he's in the flat with his mate. It's his mate's birthday. And um, he he's not, he's, he doesn't want to have a drink. And his friend does. And then he says, oh, that's that's because you're a lightweight. And his mates crease up. And they're like, oh, you got mucked. And I'm thinking that's not really going to mark anyone anymore. No. And you think, these are all your close mates, and that sort of line marks you? Yeah. No. The dialogue was awful in Kingsman uh, throughout, and I think more credit to the writer. That's why I was so surprised that uh, the director didn't have more of a role with the writing Mm. because it flowed so brilliantly. And the jokes were so, and, uh, you know, more crazy. The actors don't get a, a good enough fly, shout for their performances in these movies, by the way, because the, they really do deliver a good, funny line. Chris Hemsworth, we saw him, he said uh, earlier on, he said how funny he was in Ghostbusters. Um, but the line that he delivered when the three of them are huddled around as Loki's tied up, and he said that uh, once Loki turned himself into a snake because he knows I really like snakes. And when I picked it up and cuddled it, and he jumped on and went, Ruh! <laughs> and he thought, it's so absurd.
0: And like, so out of character. It was fantastic. Well, what, there was also a line, and I, I can't I can't remember the exact line because I was laughing, but when Thor was talking to, uh, what's the stone, what do we say the stone man's called? director man's Corg. Uh, Korg, Korg. Uh, when he's talking to Korg about the hammer and about what happened to the hammer and he's like oh the oh, hammer yeah. pulled you off and, <laughs> yeah. it's like, and I, it's like, I can't remember the setup to it but the way like, it came out and the, the thing is like, people were laughing during that bit because there was a few funny lines but that one that was the yeah. that was the line where you got the older people laughing at it and the kids yeah. kind of going what's funny yeah, like, the, the young kids obviously didn't get the the reference, um, but I mean, f- just 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 funny lines throughout, um, and I think it's the innocence that they deliver the lines with too. Yes, yeah, because it's it's it's, oh, it's all really a, a, a lot of it's quite deadpan, and there was one bit where they yeah. showed when, when they were talking about the snake thing, they showed Loki laughing. Now, what I I couldn't work out with that was, I mean, obviously they they, they cut to him so you saw him laughing, but I yeah. was wondering was that a shot. Of um, like, like, Tom Hiddleston like corpsing, or was that in the script? Like, was he supposed to laugh? But I thought maybe just then, you know, him coming out of oh, the really? story. I couldn't, I, it just, to me, it seemed like if it if it wasn't, if it was, you know, laughing, this, you know, this story's told, then laugh, um, yeah. and he was acting it, he did a bloody good job because it looked like a natural reaction. And that yeah, just I remember. That, that, I remember that. I the, think he was laughing.
1: I think he was laughing. I think he was kind of like still thinking that, like, like you do with your brother, sort of thing. And like, you hear a story of what you did when you was a kid, and you're like, "Yeah, that was quality."
0: It was that sort of reaction. I think yeah. it was very natural. Yeah. So it could, you know, and I'm not a massive fan of of Tom Hiddleston. Um, no, nor am I. But he he was really good in this. He's always good as Loki, but I think yeah. Uh, oh, and the other bit, of course. Uh, and again, spoiler alert, not that there's been enough of those already. But it's when uh, they're fighting the gladiatorial arena and uh, the Hulk smashes oh, Thor yeah. about like a ragdoll, just like he did to Loki. <laughs> and Loki jumps up and says, Ah, oh, how'd you like that? Yeah, now you know how yeah. it feels. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just, just, just. But brilliant. again,
1: it's brilliant, like, because they're so hot in the sibling. But that's the sort of thing like a brother would say to another brother, you know? Exactly.
0: Yeah, it, ah, it's just it's just is, a very cool. very good, very very good dynamic, um, and yeah, and that kind of wraps it up. And there is there is a post credit thing. Now I had again, this is another time I've gone to see a Marvel film. People got up as soon as the credits started going, as if really? nobody really understands. I oh, know, I just don't get it. I, I've just stopped telling people to sit down. Was here. it a lot
1: of people? Like, uh,
0: and... I'd I'd say mm, somewhere between a handful and two handfuls. Yeah. Oh, it enough right. enough do you know what I mean enough to, to notice and I thought what are you doing unless this is the second time you've seen it today why are you getting up very strange um, absolutely the, the end end credit sequence so like there's two there's one in the middle we talked about the one at the end um, you see that Jeff Goldblum uh, has survived um, the people on his planet have done a bit of a coup um, and he tries to uh, to calm down and say it's a tie yeah you know you know, if it wasn't for me. You wouldn't be able to rebel. So let's just call it a tie. Um, it, well, well done to you, but also well done for me. Yeah. For giving you the chance. It was, um, it was, it was a good way of leaving it that he survived, but you yeah. don't know what's going to happen next to him. So either he'll go back to doing what he was doing, or um, you know he will become a prisoner himself. It's obviously not clear, but it's nice to have left it open like that. So he's definitely. They're definitely able to go back and use them again if they want to in in any other kind of Marvel, uh, project. So um, yeah, it was God's a nice awesome. nice little comical way to end the film. But um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not. I think that's that's it in a nutshell. We've almost gone on for as long as the film. Actually, no, we've got enough hours <laughs> to go. But quite possibly. But you know what? I, I you know we have gone quite in depth. Um, but more importantly, you know, I wanted to call this because I hoped you felt the same way I did about it. I, uh, I, you know what? I'm probably going to go back and see it in 3D. Um, yeah. I've heard from from people that have seen it in in 3D have said it's it's one of the best Mar- Marvel aren't really known for having particularly good 3D films, but they yeah. said that the job on this one has been done particularly well and quite a, you know with the depth of Asgard and stuff like that. It, you know, it just makes it look even better than it it, it does already. Um, so for the for the one pound sixty I have to pay, you don't have to pay anything. for the one pound sixty I have to pay, I think I'm going to go back and see it in 3D just to see if uh, it does. I, I'm going to go back and see it anyway, so why not see it in, in a different way? Um, but yeah, I, I just I, I just f- from start to finish was just smiling throughout. It's the Thor yeah, film. Exactly. I didn't expect to see. Um, in some ways I knew it was going to be funny but I didn't realise just how funny it was going to be um it's definitely taken over from The Return of the Incredible Hulk as my favourite Hulk and Thor buddy movie yes uh that's the only reference we have a 1988 TV film that I used to watch when I was a kid um by the way if if you've never seen it go and just google it and check out the Thor costume in it it is exquisite um but i mean it is up there and as i come back and said last night after seeing it you know this year we've had Guardians of the Galaxy volume 2 we've had Spider-Man Homecoming whether or not you know it is technically part of the marvel cinematic universe it was just a sony film of course um, it is
1: yeah of course yeah yeah
0: um but you know for the for the you know for the for the purpose of this we will definitely include it in there no questions asked we've had that we've had Guardians we've we've now had Thor Um, I think I might have enjoyed Thor more on the first viewing than either of those two films and I really liked those films on the first viewing yeah as well but I think just for I think again maybe it's because it's Thor Guardians of the Galaxy had a very high high bar from the first one so you kind of knew what you was expecting with it you was really kind of expecting more of the same Um, in a lot of ways and it delivered on that front Um, some might argue it; it, uh, some do argue it tried a bit too hard sometimes and and seemed a bit false I don't agree with that necessarily but I do understand why people weren't as in love with it as they were the first one Um, I really enjoyed Spider-Man Homecoming definitely the best Spider-Man film they've ever made but for me this was probably the most fun I've had at cinema this year
1: wow yeah what uh, just for Marvel or in
0: general? Uh, uh, no, probably in general. Actually, wow. um, I mean, I've I've seen some great films this year. Um, yeah, and, you know, like for me, like seeing stuff like Kong, I loved that. But um, I think in just in terms of everything it delivered and, and over delivered, to be honest, I think that's why I probably rate it so highly because, again you've got to look at it not just on the fact it's part of the marvel cinematic universe but the fact that it was coming off of the back of two subpar Thor movies and it's yes. so far beyond and yet you know what i can already hear the backlash i can already feel the backlash on this film for being too comical
1: ah uh, you know what i don't think because as we said it's not a comedy it's just funny and comic like Bear in mind that these movies stem from comic books. The comic books are funny. Um, not so all the time. You need yeah, that. quite
0: often.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. But, you know, that's what happens in action movies. You know, it's not action all the time. And you know, where we where I've said well, definitely about Age of Ultron and Civil War, there is very limited comedy relief. Certainly with Civil War because no one's, you know, kind of um, they haven't got Hulk to play up against. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, they definitely do need that dynamic of comedy. Um, yeah, certainly if they're aiming it for kids as well, because they are long films for kids. And that's why I was interested to know if there were any kids in there. Yeah, Because I can't imagine you know, a kid sitting there for two hours, 20 minutes, and really getting a grip and really being held for this movie... Mm. um and having like you know a deep understanding of what's going on as you know as much as i enjoyed it
0: yeah no i i think i think that's a good point i i, I do think that's valid and um i mean uh, my friend um uh, my friend today craig sent a, a link over about an article that one of the papers written about the fact that um you know a marvel kind of in danger of of people getting bored of, of superhero films. Yeah. And I said to him, "Well, yeah, I said, but that's that's arguments valid for DC, it's valid for Star Wars. Um, you know, if you go back in time, you know, all you got in like the 60s and 70s were westerns and the 50s westerns, war movies. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. things go around in cycles. So, yes, I think eventually like people will get a bit bored of superhero films and I mean at the moment um there's no major signs of slowing down. You know, Guardians did, um, I think, eight hundred million globally. Spider-Man, um, I think, did about five or six overall. Um, Thor won't do as as well as those, I don't think, unless yeah. unless because of the reviews that it's it's getting already that people might come out in numbers. But I don't expect Thor to be as anywhere near as big as those films. Uh, it deserves yeah. to be, but I don't think it will. Um, no, I mean, right. And, I don't, and, I, you know, and Black Panther is coming out in February of next year. Terrible time to release a superhero films. <sighs> um, I mean, that's the only
1: the one thing. I was saying, we, we just don't, like... It'll be good to see a Black Panther movie, but we don't need a Black Panther movie. Like, they could jump to Civil War and... Uh, sorry, yeah, Civil War, Infinity War, and... Um, we wouldn't be missing out on anything, I feel. Or the Black Panther will add would be where Winter Soldier's at.
0: Yeah, I, I I think the problem they've got at certain times is with with these smaller superheroes, and I include Doctor Strange in that, I include Ant-Man in that, um, and Guardians probably would have been that um, had it had they not yeah. made the film that they did. Um, but with these kind of lesser known and, and less um, well-received superheroes is that had Marvel decided to do like a Netflix type subscription service a good few years ago i could see them making smaller budget films about those characters but i think yeah. you know 150 million dollar ant-man movie and 150 million dollar black panther film or you know whatever budget it is it's going to be like sub 100 million whatever they always are um it's a lot to spend on a film for a character that people aren't all that fussed about. Um, yeah. To be honest, I've not. People have said the trailer for Black Panther looks quite good. I've not seen the trailer. I wasn't that uh, bothered with him in Civil War. I'm not really that interested in going to see a Black Panther film. I really like the the character just doesn't really lead itself to me to go and see it when Ant Man came out. Well, this I is it. I think uh,
1: as you mentioned, uh, as you mentioned on your podcast, you, you're able you pay each month for uh, going to cinema and You can go see as many times as you did as you as you'd like. Um, now, would you go and pay money to see a Black Panther movie, having just watched um, one of the best Marvel movies?
0: Uh, probably not and to be honest and, and this is the telling thing right even if i'm not paying to see a black panther film i might not go and see it yeah because it's it's wow. 3 hours it's 3 hours you know when you go and see a film it's it's you know it's a similar story for you because you normally go to like the o2 or whatever so you know you have to factor in your travel time so for you to get to the o2 what's it take you 30 minutes 40 minutes
1: well, my strategy tends to be that I'll go to O2 when I work in Stratford, and it's a ten-minute journey.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you got ten minutes there. You're going home afterwards. So what are we looking at. But 14... at the same time, so
1: but in say in saying that, I wouldn't travel for Black Panther. Mm. So uh, I I wouldn't like rush if I wasn't working like the day it came out. I wouldn't really I might go and watch yeah, the local cinema so to speak
0: yeah and that's it the thing is like for me I mean I'll walk to the cinema because it's only uh, about a 25 minute walk so for me to go and see a film for me to go and see Thor last night I left home at 10 to 6 quarter past 6 showing and I got home at half past 9 so the yeah. thing is for me to go and see a film you know like a a, a sub 2 hour film um, I'm going to be out for um, you know, three and a bit hours. Easy. Sometimes yeah. three depending on how long it is. There's a that. dog There Yay! he is.
1: Bucky, a big big fan of Black Panther right there. He is not having it. Yeah. Not
0: having it one the, bit. The fireworks have started, so um yeah, he's not really? he does like doesn't like the fireworks, it scares him.
1: Dival- Dival- Dival is still going on?
0: Uh, I think it's just uh, idiots that bought fireworks from Lidl's today, because it's almost fireworks. I'm,
1: I'm not it? sure you can call Sikh people idiots.
0: Or Hindu people, that's who celebrate Diwali.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I was just generalising. <laughs> oh, want... oh, that's even
0: worse! <laughs> Hashtag racism. Um, but, that, but that's the thing, like, so for me to go to, I mean, I went to see Blade Runner the other week. That was, like, almost four hours of my day. Oh including, God. like, journey time. Do you know what I mean? So the thing is, although it's it's free, you've also got to factor in how much of your life you've given up to see this film. You're not giving up an hour and a half. You're giving up the time it takes you to get there, the waiting, the adverts, the trailers, the getting home. It's not just that. So for me, I probably won't. Now, I've been very critical of DC films. Hearing that Justice League is under two hours long, I'll probably go and see it now. Even though I still think that... Ezra Miller as The Flash is some of the worst superhero casting in a long time. Um, Who would you cast as The Flash? Anyone but Ezra Miller. He just doesn't seem to fit that role at all. Um, and I still think that the the bloke playing Cyborg or the costume for Cyborg looks like it could have come out of Batman and Robin.
1: What about recent fans?
0: Yeah, it would have been a better Flash. Oh, I'd be right yeah, I, I just don't think it's, but I'm, but you know, I, I still think it could be quite good. But again, there's another film that's ruined itself in the trailers, right? I, I wasn't even paying that much attention to the trailer last night, and one of the things yeah. in the voiceover gave away. Oh, I don't tell me, away. I didn't see no, it. No, no, don't I won't. Tell, I no, no it. I'm just gonna say is that one of the things that is said in that trailer, I think, gives something away in the film, and I thought oh, okay. it was just it was just too too uncanny for it to not have meant something else. I just thought, yeah. God, do you, you know, you don't even have to show stuff in films anymore, you just have to talk about it. I'm really, I, I, um, I did not pay attention to Star Wars last night. Um,
1: yeah, I appreciate the, nod, the the nod as well because I also did not pay any attention. Yeah, um, I, I looked away and I wasn't listening, but I, I did hear. There's a lightsaber.
0: Yeah, I heard that noise as well. You can't really ignore that noise, but that's fine. I, I expected to hear that. Um, I lied, well, I mean, the thing is, I was sitting there in this fantastic super
1: screen and i did want
0: to watch it yeah 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 i mean i think that's the that's the thing like when you're when you're seeing it in that kind of environment you think oh i do kind of want to watch it but we're less than two months away now that's how i've got to look exactly. at it less than two months away before i can actually see it um and i want to kind of go in as cold as possible so for that reason it, it should. It it should.
1: i mean december you would expect to go in there cold
0: that again, that is that is a very good point. Well made. You're you're full of good points. So I, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so look, closing closing <laughs> closing thoughts. So I obviously have have, have raved about it. Um, what are your closing statements on the film?
1: Yeah, it was all right, wasn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. If you're sitting on the fence about seeing it, and and no <laughs> go doubt, don't watch the movie. Odin I mean, dies. You will, you will be. Uh, you that's know, a lot of people it's... will be. But yeah, go and see it. I, I think that's the only thing that, that we can say. Um, I'm not sure when we're going to do another one of these. These are not scheduled regularly. These just come out when they do. i um, We'll probably do one for Star Wars. So I imagine if we don't do one before, maybe we'll do one for Justice League.
1: I'll be honest. Uh, after the length of this one, I'm starting to look a little bit like Odin myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Put them <cheap. laughs> I, I take it you are going to go and see Justice League. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Like the Batman's in there.
1: Ben Affleck is the Batman. I'm all about that. Why I... not? Sure, he's got a big chest. Sure, he might also be, you know, kind of uh, a bit of uh, a bit of a prior uh, a piranha. Sorry, but yeah, I'll go and watch the Batman movie. I
0: like I like Ben Affleck. So, and I thought. Feel... That, you know, he's he's uh, Batman. He's Bruce Wayne. Was the clear highlight of Batman versus Superman. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, he, I, is I... There, he is up there. up there with Lego Batman as the best Batman. And Michael Keaton? Just um, never been Batman. Okay. Okay, Interesting. <laughs> Definitely, definitely with Diesel Juice. But okay. Yeah, Oi, Joker. <laughs> Uh so that that's it. So yes, go and see Thor Ragnarok. Um if you listen to this to find out that you should go and see it, uh I'd say you still bother even oh, honestly, though you know what's
1: going on. Honestly, if you've listened to this and in and you're still not sure about watching the movie, don't. Fuck off, right? <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, you could have watched the movie in this time rather than listen to us prattle on about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a valid point. It's a valid point. But uh, thank you for indulging. Just hope you enjoyed it, uh, and no doubt we'll do another one of these. Uh, what is the, the next one? Is there, is there, other than Star Wars? Is there another one on the horizon? What are, the beauty of this is that we can pretty much talk about anything. So I mean, the thing is, if we wanted to, if really, we wanted to do one, it's not it's not exclusive to Disney or whatnot. It's not this this pop after dark. That is a that is the podcast that we can talk about anything. So the thing is, if you if you wanted to do one about Survivor series next month, we could do. I yeah. uh, I mean to be honest, if it's anything like uh TLC from the other day, you probably don't want to. Uh I certainly wouldn't. But there's nothing stopping us doing one about wrestling, there's nothing to stop us doing one uh, about anything really. So if you want to record something, my friend, well, let's record it. Not now, but what did you I mean, think of, for, what so did you think of Curb this week? Um, Curb this, for, this week I thought was exquisite. Um, hang exquisite. on, what, what episode of Curb was it? Episode four? ching No, uh-huh. I think it was. It was. See so
1: what did that, actually? It yeah, was, it's four. Yeah, yeah, yeah number
0: yeah, four. Yeah, f- um, uh, Larry David, Ragnarok. Le- yeah, that's what I should have called it. It was the episode uh, for those that watch Curb Enthusiasm with uh, Brian Cranston as his therapist first appearance. That's right. I thought it was a very strong episode. I... The only thing I didn't like in it, um, again, I thought it was a strong episode anyway. But the only thing I didn't like was Larry at the memorial service. Oh, really? Because what what, was there a particular point you didn't like him? Yeah, it it was. It was. It was him shouting very loudly about the seats, and then shouting very loudly at the woman crying. Because oh, now
1: you know what. Because I, I thought, yeah, the shouting of the seats—like he should have been quieter. Yeah. But then, with Larry, he doesn't recognise volume. So I think, I think he he perhaps before, felt no. safe being at the back of the room, shouting at his mate, yeah, who's maybe. really wound him up in this episode, taking the best seat. By the way, which is brilliant. I hate getting the bad seat.
0: By the way, great portrait he did of Michael Douglas. Yeah, he totally was Michael Douglas. There was no way that was Richard Lewis at any stage of his life. Clearly, Michael Douglas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was the only thing that annoyed me about it. Otherwise, I thought it was a really good episode. Yeah. What did you think?
1: Yeah. I I preferred the previous weeks just because that court scene, man. That killed me. But there were some great great bits. We said um, the stuff about getting the chair... Yeah. Uh, the stuff about shouting out "Hey" and not getting a good enough response to saying hello to someone, um, the, the little like tidbits with Brian Cranston. But I think what possibly it's suffering from a little bit this season because it's still classic, it's still Larry. Yeah. But I think it's suffering a little bit is that there's too many little like off stories going on.
0: Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, know I, you I mean. think in
1: previous it's just been like Larry, and there's been like you know two, so that you get the surprise at the end when they like bring it all together, basically. But I think this one it's just going off in so many different directions I know. that it doesn't it doesn't wrap together at the end. It just like ba 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 ends.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think the other thing as well um, that is a little bit odd, I think, is the fact that they they killed off uh, Marty Funkhouse's Odin. nephew. Odin. Who's called Odin? Odin Funkhauser. but <laughs> you know, it just it just seemed it just seemed a bit odd. Like I wasn't I wasn't like yeah. I, I wasn't like upset they killed him off. Like you saw him for like a few minutes like the other week, but it just seemed a bit odd that they they killed him off. You know, in a quite comical fashion, um, just so they could have that. It just felt a bit shoehorned in.
1: Yeah, and I felt that Marty wasn't as heavy on Larry as he perhaps should have been.
0: Yeah, considering that he kind of so was as Without Larry, nephew. there's no
1: prostitute, and, you know, Marty knew about it. Well, so actually, I think without that...
0: Larry, he wouldn't have hurt his arm, which would have caused the prostitute. Yeah, so basically Larry killed a Jew. Yeah, yeah. Although I did like, I did like the nod that uh, Funkhouse did about, you know, how he's his favourite boy now that his actual boy is now a girl. Yeah, I that was good. I, I do like Funk House, but um, yeah. No, I mean, other than those kind of you know little complaints, yes, I still like it. Is it the you know is it a a, a classic season of Curb? No, is that a bad thing? Not really. Not everyone can be a classic. Um, it's still Curb. still look forward
1: to it every week though. Still exactly. Still look to it.
0: That's it. That's what I mean. Like yeah. the thing is, even if the quality's not quite as good when we go back and watch. Um, previous seasons on DVD or whatever, um, you know there are seasons that certainly stand out more than others. But as long as yeah. it makes you laugh, it's it's still curb, it's still funny. It, I'll still take it any day of the week. So yeah, that's my thoughts on Curb this week. Are you watching? Uh, it's
1: it's about to start. Um, Marvel Inhumans.
0: Uh, no, and I won't be.
1: Uh, is that due to what you've heard
0: um one so on the same network that we do this podcast and and Diz After Dark we have uh, a podcast called Strike with one of our uh, with two of uh, our hosts from Diz After Dark which is about Marvel it's about the Marvel Universe Um, and he went to go and see in humans in imax when i did that IMAX oh yes thing. i i heard of these screenings yeah which the, the weird thing with that right is they did these imax screenings for this in humans you know basically like an, uh, an early screening of it or whatever and yeah. yet you only got uh, essentially one and a half episodes yeah. like what you see on tv you actually get more watching it on tv than you did seeing it in imax so they charged yeah. you money and They charge you IMAX price as well. It was like fourteen quid to go and see it at my local one. Um, to go and see, you on TV two weeks later. It was just you were seeing it on an IMAX screen. It just seemed bizarre. Um, from what I've heard, like they've already cancelled plans for a second season.
1: Really? And it's,
0: and it's and it's like two episodes in in America, I think, or three episodes. Oh, in. It, it's, it's not looking good at all. So no, yeah. it won't be. What? I to be honest, well, I've still not watched the Netflix shows this goes back to what we said earlier you the still don't watch Netflix shows? So. this is what happens with, oh, this is what happens with the MCU it's too damn big and I just don't have the time I will go back miss, you're missing the best part well that's what people say so I will do it at some point I'll start with Daredevil I'll do it in, in and you've got Stranger order. Things on Friday yeah and you know what on top of that somebody's arranged a party on that night that I have yeah. to go to who the hell arranges a party when Stranger Things gets released I should be at it's home up things. till 5 o'clock in the morning. Things party? I wish it was. I might well, just, here's the thing. I might just watch it here's anyway. Here's the
1: thing. It, um, We will get it early in the morning.
0: Yeah, I might just, uh, I might just um, download it and watch it at a party instead. Just stick my earphones in and be really unsociable. You're fun. Well, you don't know whose party so... Whose party is it? It doesn't matter. It's more. It's more the people that are going to be at the party. That's. Uh, the are, are you, is it too much of a spoiler alert? It is, it is far too much of a spoiler alert. <laughs> it's too much of. A spoiler. Um, but uh, but yeah. So well, maybe 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 we can come back and talk about Stranger Things. Who knows? We'll see. We'll just record. Boy, we you... want to record. That's it. It's a we could talk
1: about Abigail's party.
0: On well, that May. May Anyway, that's Who's enough. That's in May? enough that's Who's enough, in May? That's enough. <laughs> May? That's, that's enough. That's, I, I'd have my nuts in Aunt May. Nuts in May. I'd have my nuts in Aunt May nowadays and that new, the new Aunt May. Hubba hubba. Right. <laughs> On that note, that's the end of this week's episode or this episode. Um, I've been me. You've been you. I've been better. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll see you for another Pop After Dark in the near future.
1: <laughs> Cheers, guys. That went well.